Okay, boys and girls, sports fans, it's Den here, and I'm in a, um, what's this called? This is called a digital workspace of sorts. Co-working space. Co-working space. In downtown San Francisco, and sitting across the table from me is <laughs> my very good friend, Samir Patel, who some of you may remember as being the guy who was doing some really cool stuff at um, SAP, and is now CEO of a company called Kahuna. <laughs> And we will not go there with the... It's okay, fine. Yes, we'll stay there. We'll stay there. <laughs> okay, Samir, good to see you, my friend. Nice to see you as well. And what the hell does this company do? Yeah, it's... Uh, so, Kamina is a marketing automation uh, company. We work uh, with consumer brands to help them figure out how to engage with consumers with the right offer. The what right kind account. of consumers? You and me. You and me buying stuff every day. Okay. Um, uh, any brand that sells to individuals. Uh, would use Kahuna um, to be able to engage with their existing customers on what they buy, their preferences, uh, purchases, and all that. Are you are you broad or are you deep as in vertical? No, we're, we're broad. Right. Um, we're broad, but we would naturally be top, we would naturally be uh, more enticing for customers who believe that real-time inventory, perishable inventory, is expensive or perishable where getting offers out within seconds of a customer making a gesture is really, really important. So if you're selling hotel tickets, for example, or you're selling groceries, or you're selling any kind of retail, mm. where it's either a perishable, the value of it will be zero in a, in a short Like time, an airline seat. Like an airline seat. Yeah. Or in my, I would argue all inventory is either perishable or expensive. Mm. And even if it's not perishable, it costs money to have on the ships. Gotcha. How do I gather um, based on your mobile gestures, how do I gather your preferences, update them within seconds, mm. and be able to push out the right information to you that matters while you're thinking about the purchase. So I need then to be in direct contact with you as the service provider, whether it's, say, a hotel or an airline or something. Or a retailer. Like, or a retailer, yeah. yeah. Okay, so, I, so you're not interested in intermediaries then in that sense? An example would be... Well, I would call Amazon an intermediary. No, we are. I mean, okay. They're a retailer to me. I, mean, I see. Yeah, they're a retailer to me. Um, Amazon has their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. But for the rest of the world, yeah. who uh, you know, has started to realize that the most sophisticated uh, commerce platforms, like Amazon, mm. have gotten to a point where what used to look like a terrible, annoying offer looks like valuable information, right? Okay. Every time you go to Amazon... Yeah. And you see things you might be interested in, mm. they're pretty damn good. You may not buy, but they're most they're they're, 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 better they're, better. They're, they are getting better at that, right? that's for sure. Um, Netflix is another example of a data-driven yeah. business yeah. where the, the recommendation engines are so fantastic mm. because they're doing a fantastic job of ingesting your preferences right. and putting out things that look less like an offer yeah. and more like information. So Kahuna is built for the rest of the world, right? Every other vendor, every other retailer, e-commerce provider okay. uh, who's who has a customer, has customers who are observing things, browsing things, uh, almost bought, left it in the shopping cart, yeah. right? uh, based on your gestures on a phone, your location, your preferences, we would be able to help. Excuse, excuse me, you're concentrating yeah. very much on the mobile space then, yeah? So we are, we're across channel, which means we can send out an offer via email, via SMS, via mobile, via, via what have you. Okay. When mobile created 
a quantum leap, I think, in 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 the availability of uh, insight on yeah. human mean yeah. is by but the, the the phone tells me so much more right. than an unopened email does. Really? Yeah. Okay. Your location's available on your phone. Your preferences of how yeah. you consume are available. Yeah. Um, you know, now you know we've got the, we've got new channels coming outside of mobile. You've got bots. You've got you know not not just Kahuna, the as consumers, yeah. we expect bots to get smarter. Right. SMS beacons on and on. Right. What are the signals that each one of these things are giving back to me that I can smarten the profile about Dennis? Mm -hmm. I may still choose to talk to Dennis via email because Dennis prefers email. Yeah, yeah. Right. But the the we've always looked at mobile as something that's a delivery channel. How do I spam you on mobile? But I think the biggest nuance that we miss about mobile is ingesting the signals mobile sends back. Right. right? Comes via the metadata that you yeah. yeah. And so, uh, you know, Kahuna will, will, can, can tell um, a retailer, at 7 p.m. on Thursdays, send Dennis a notification on his iPad. He's generally there. Right. Sunday morning, he's in bed with coffee in his laptop, and email's okay. Right? That's how you respect where the consumer is and engage with them in the ways that they want versus yeah. where we are today, um, where in this multi-channel world, we're spamming Dennis five ways. Mobile doesn't know what happened to email. Email doesn't know what happened to SMS. We're just like, at, you know, Dennis will pick one of them. That, that has to stop. Let me ask you this, um, because we've done some work of our own in attempting to, I think, what you'd call personalize mm -hmm. the, the, the offers that we're making. Yeah. So if you subscribe to our stuff, hopefully we will understand enough about your behavior over time and, and then deliver to you what you're interested in. Yeah. But it takes time to get there. Yeah. So, you know, people have this view, oh, personalize, boom, flip, flip a yeah. switch and that's it. Yeah. It's absolutely not the case, oh, is it? It's hogwash, uh, completely. Right, yeah. right. So. So I think, the, you know, and, and, and this is one of the reasons why I took the job, right? As I was starting to understand the technology. And, and it was one of the great things about taking this role was for once, I could look at this opportunity as a consumer and say, would I want to be a customer of this company? Right. right? Which is kind of nice because I didn't have, I haven't had that often. Um, yeah. In this case, to exactly your use case, this is the, 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 the situation you just described is a, is a product of, um, superimposing newer technology on all the stacks. Right. So when you say it takes time to learn the user, mm. it takes time when one of the pieces of that stack of learning you is archaic 15-year-old technology. Mm. So in the cases of many of the older email delivery systems, mm. it takes over a day sometimes, as much as a week, for the system to update Dennis's profile. Mm. So. Let alone learning what Dennis is doing, if it's going to add a day's worth of latency to mm. update Dennis, mm. that's as that's that's, that's that's gone. Much, it's gone. It's over, right? Yeah. Um, you know, in in our case, and, and certainly, in, in, and this is true. I don't want to. It's not just about government, right? You know, the systems and enterprise technologies that have been built within the last five years have the luxury of doing what I'm talking about. And, you know, whether it's mm. accounting mm. finance mm. or mm. In this case, it takes us 30 seconds to update Dennis's profile in Kahuna after a single gesture is made. So okay. there is learning, but learning at that pace, every 10 minutes, yeah. I'm learning more. Okay. In the beginning of it, and, and of course, I don't want to get buzzword, you know, play buzzword bingo here, but this is the bedrock of all of this is machine learning. 
Okay. Uh, how do we start to learn Dennis's profile early on? Because within minutes, mm. we can keep updating what we're learning about yep. Dennis. Right. And start to turn that around into offers. I mean, you and I both know, you know, every hour after you leave something in the shopping cart, the chances of you going back are just dropping drastically. Yeah. Yeah. So when I joined, I was trying to understand the technology. I threw I threw a personal use case at the team. I said, "Tell me if I got this right." Right. Every morning I leave my house at 4:55 to walk down to a Starbucks that opens at 5 o'clock. I get there by 5:01. Mm. What? And I use my phone to buy my $1.90 standard cup of coffee. That's all I do because I have a routine. I walk around town. I take emails. I take phone calls. That's my morning routine. In those six minutes. What is it that Starbucks can do, knowing exactly what I'm doing from okay. the time that I left my house? Right. What are the other offers they want to put in front of me? Why is it that they can't get me to start buying a $3.60 drink? Right. What are the things that they can do? This, this distance between um, starting to really learn who you mm. are is shrinking. And it's very popular in the world to talk about real time as in within seconds. You and I have talked about this forever. It's right time. It's not sure. real time. But the thing that's really important is to understand the baseline. The baseline is, like I said, days and days to update your system. Mm. You can even shrink that from days to six minutes. Mm. That's real time in my book. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, machine, you know, back to sort of you, the, the, the system and the machine has to learn what you're doing. But if you don't have a real time engine at the bottom that mm. can process fast, if you don't have machine learning built on top of it to act immediately, mm -hmm. You know, there's a, there's, there's, this can, this whole thing can unravel Very quickly. because one piece wasn't correct, yeah. right? So I always find, I always find it funny when I hear that, um, you know, people are putting artificial intelligence on top, intelligence on top of technology built in 1995. I'm like, okay, so you're making, you're, you're creating faster bad data, which is awesome. It's like saying I'm going to put a Ferrari engine in a clapped-out Chevy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it ain't going to go any faster. No, exactly. <laughs> I kind of missed the point here. You know, you yeah. need those Pirelli wheels. I mean, they're not yeah. going to work. Yeah. So, uh, the luxuries that, 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 that we are really fortunate to have, and I take no credit for this personally, is, um, you know, the founders of the company for the first year and a half were hardcore data ingestion developers okay. and in real time. Um, and Serious rocket science. So like this was nerds, yeah. crazy, right? And this yeah. was supposed to be an analytics company where, together with the investors, they said, you know, marketing automation could use this. Right. Um, and so we have that luxury of being able to just ingest the stuff in real time. Yeah. Um, as you start to engage with marketeers on different channels, we'll pull those in. Yeah. Um, and just get smarter and smarter with every single interaction. Okay, so. You're saying that you know you can you, you really want to address pretty much every kind of retail situation. What are the best use cases? Would you say? I mean, you're saying perishable, and I'm thinking maybe the likes of Vons or um, even good old Walmart. Those kind of people. Yeah, I think there's. I think um, so. I, mean, I know those guys are trying to do things, but often they're pretty awful. Yeah, I mean, I, I so there's two ways to look at this. I look at the immediacy of it, right, mm. and I say there's. Look, there's, there, there are two kinds of customers. There are customers out there who are in businesses where sending you an email once a week is the right piece. Sure. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I think there are 10, 10 15 year old email systems built to do just that. They're mm. great. Mm. Um, I think there are immediately right now between customers who do commerce, who sell retail, hospitality, travel, yeah. they fall in this bucket 
that I call either perishable mm. or expensive. Right. If in one week, so perishable we get, it's a simple use case, yeah. it's going to be worth zero, the minute yeah. you yeah. Um, if you're in retail and in seven days you're going to have to offload inventory to an overstock company for pennies on the dollar, mm. I'm sorry, that's as bad as perishable to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. And marketeers have never really been able to look at all inventory with a perishable lens. Okay. How do I let, an let any marketeer consider all their inventory as perishable and behave that way? Is that because, sorry to interrupt, Samir, but is that because most marketeers are very much long-term campaign driven as opposed yeah. or, and that they will be thinking more in terms of oh I've got to do an ad placement days, weeks, months in advance That's right. They're, right. They're, they're thinking automation right? so okay. the word as an outsider and you know my history when I yeah, think yeah. of the marketing automation as an outsider sure. I'll tell you the one word that just doesn't sit well with me is automation, automation. Yeah. you know Show me one CEO who got super excited when the CEO said I want to spend money on automating marketing that's got an efficiency feel to it I hate process feel to it. I hate to say this, yeah. but I'm going to say it anyway because Dan Lyons has kind of alluded to it. There is a certain irony in the fact that HubSpot has marketing automation at its, as its moniker, and yet from everything that I understand, its building is entirely staffed with folks in the call centre. <laughs> Come on! <laughs> Dog food, yeast, maybe? <laughs> I, you know, so I, I have the right to, you know, again, I mean, coming from the outside in, I can, before I get completely jaded and tainted, right, I, I looked at, I stopped at marketing automation and said, how uninspiring, actually, right? Yeah. And, but if you can get, if we are at a point, which I believe we are as an industry again, where the real-time ability, the ability for you to be able to ingest in your real-time and take action will allow modern marketeers to actually start to think conversion. Right. Right? Not automation. Automation is a piece of getting you yeah, there. Yeah. Um, but how are you? You know, if I go to my CEO and say I've got, you know, I'm thinking conversion, yeah. I will get 30 minutes. Right. 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 Because it, because you know, in in B 2 C, you know, 0.01 percent conversion extra could mean billions. You'd make it yeah, 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 yeah. Right. And so, um, you know, I think. You're, you nailed it. You're absolutely right. The the thinking has been around, you know, automating campaigns, number of campaigns. So that's one problem. The second problem is it has been very difficult up until now for a marketeer to be able to go to their CFO or CEO and say, you know, the hundred million you gave me to spend on marketing, mm. I can tell you with certainty that this ten million sliver accounted for forty percent in sales. Yeah. Where we are right now in terms of how we can do extreme personalization, in terms of understanding the cohorts, who we market, who, we, who, who you go after when, yeah. you're getting to a place where it's becoming much easier to understand where your dollars right. are going. Right. And I think the relationship between the CEO and the CMO can change now. Right. Um, you know, I'll tell you one thing, and you know my history, I come from you know, SAP, very B2B, yep. right? Man, I, I'm, I'm absolutely blown away as to how quant-driven CEOs of B2C companies, oh, yeah. which they have to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to throw soft marketing at them versus they're running it by the numbers. <coughs> We're at a place now where the technology can actually start to inform where the dollars go, right? Okay. So, um, 
So, so is Kahuna a, a standalone system, mm-hmm. or does it need to integrate with other things? Or yeah. I presume it would do. Yeah. So it's uh, it's two things. So one is is it's, it's it is a standalone marketing automation system, mm-hmm. right? We do we do integrate into your uh, mobile apps. We can collect the okay. information that's needed. Well, you need to do that. Do that anyway. Sure. Right. And and on the other hand, we have built it in a way where. If we can, if you as an e-commerce retailer can augment what Kahuna is capturing, so for example, if you can give us access to the point of sale data, yeah. the recommendations we push out are going to get better, right? right? It's not just based on gestures, and that's based on past history, what you yeah. bought, what you prefer, right. plus your location. Yeah. It's just going to get better. Do, do you, uh, you talked about inventory, so would you anticipate um, integrating two inventory systems as well, supply chain systems in some sense. Point of sale is good enough for us. Point of sale is good yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I think purchase history, you know, okay. wherever your purchase history sits, you okay. know, I don't need the inventory as much as I need the RP, maybe, right? You know, right. I, need, I need where purchase history Right, sits. right. And we talked about the kinds of company that you would tend to go for. Are we talking pure large scale um, business to consumer, or could it be? Medium size. Oh, we're seeing. I mean, medium, upper medium. You know, medium, right. upper end, and medium, lower end of, of large is our prime markets. Right. We're seeing a ton of activity there. Right. Um, you know, where you're seeing a, a head of digital or head of digital marketing or head of marketing mm-hmm. who oversees uh, all channels. Right. Right. And they have the power to really execute across the channels. Are they? Are they? Uh, are they at a point yet where they would be prepared to talk to people like ourselves and discuss their their outcomes, or is it a little early at the moment? So sorry, so okay, would we be able to get some to case study type material, or is it a little early at this no, stage? No, no, we're, 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 we've got sales, we've got customers, we've got live customers, we've got yeah. quotes on the website, we're, yeah. we're on our way. Right, right. right. So retail is very big for us, uh, uh, travel is huge for us. Yeah, it's huge for everybody, isn't it? Right. Um, but no, we're on our way. I mean, this is everything I'm talking about is in market. Like, sure. So what's the next thing that you that you need to do? Mind you, you've only had your feet under the table for how long is it? Sixty days. Sixty days. Sixty days. You, you haven't even been given the grace of a hundred days no, before no. you've got to sit in front of somebody like me. No, that's terrible. No, you know, I I I uh, I actually wanted to talk to you earlier because I I'm loving this notion of not becoming a complete insider, and I can you know so I don't get caught up in all the jargon right now. I yeah. can Call BS on stuff that just as a consumer. Yeah. 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 Um, I think what's next is, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's quite simple. I think for us, um, you know, the, the promise we're trying to make to the customer is um, the, the, the channels uh, on which your consumers are going to want to engage right. are going to keep changing, right? Okay. Mobile's the, the soup of the day. Okay. Next year it's going to be chatbots, you're already seeing that. Yeah. And it's going to be beacons and IoT and on and on and on. Yeah. So our promise to the customer is we will stay one step ahead of where your consumers eventually will be. Meaning, if you if they're going to be on moving to a chat box and stuff next year, we'll have that ready for you before they get there. Right? How do you decouple uh, the delivery mechanisms from the engine that makes it really smart? So the exciting thing to me is, is that we're just going to we have we have a bunch of channels. Yeah. You get to pick. If you're in a business where 90% of your customers want email, knock yourself out. Mm. If, if you're moving to a business where 50% is mobile, fire up mobile, right? Um, that to me is going to allow marketers to truly respect the pace at which every individual wants to work, do business for them. Um, instead of trying to just, you know, hit you with 100 emails mm. and hoping that they pick up. And I think that's just that, that the, the, 
the roof is on fire. Five years ago, I would tell you that the roof wasn't really on fire because you and me as consumers were, were tolerating a lot of mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. Now, if you've got the immediacy as to how fast you can get an Uber or the recommendations on Amazon, or how fast your stuff comes up, you just run the patience with that stuff, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. we have a lot of customers now saying, um, you know, when the customer leaves our system and goes to an Amazon or goes to a Netflix, they see the stock difference in the interaction. Mm -hmm. We don't have that. Right. So, um, so I think for the for the marketeer, um, you know, we we've got the channels that they want. We have um, we have we have started to build out the analytics in a way where the discourse with the CFO and the CEO can be a meaningful one, yeah. and not a you know, I need a hundred million, I'll give you a billion leads. Yeah. Don't ask me where they came from. So, just one final question then on this. When you talk to CMOs, are they anxious to have this kind of conversation or does it frighten the hell out of them? Um, because my, I'll yeah. explain why, it's a leading yeah. question. Because yeah. my experience is, is that marketeers come in two forms. They're either incredibly creative, yeah. but lousy at executing, yeah. or they haven't got a, a creative bone in their body, yeah. but they sure as hell know how to run campaigns. No, I think it's a really good point, and I think what we found, and I'll tell you how we've acted on that, is we found that we're at a place where, again, you know, I think if you asked that question five years ago, I would say that they were just anxious about this. Mm -hmm. You've now moved to a place where they are still anxious, mm -hmm. but the data about where the consumer's head is, is irrefutable. Right. And so you can be anxious, but you're looking for answers. Then you could just put the lights off and say, I don't want to hear this stuff. <coughs> yeah. Um, so, so in the, our case, so we the days of flying by the seat of your pants, yeah. gut feeling, it may well, it, you know, you may still need to be guided to a limited extent, but you've got to look at this data. That's right. right. And so I think right. in this business, um, you know, compared to the other businesses that I've run before, um, the need for very sophisticated, uh, both customer success mm. and consulting. Mm offered by us and partners at some point has to be a core component that you can't wait for later. Right. It's, this is not about revenue, this is about customer success. Right. And so when you talk about transforming how marketing can actually work, you need to land the plane with the right people who can walk them through. It's not a software buyers, you know. Sure. So we've invested heavily in building out a team that goes along with these deals. And, and, and customers have the ability to not buy, of course, right? Or they can dial it up and down. But they've, they've also got to really un, be able to understand the customer's pain, I would imagine, as well. Yeah, and I think... Because consulting tends to be weak on that, doesn't it, in a they, sense? Yeah, they do, but I think there's also change management consulting. Oh, God, yeah. So that's what we're focused on, like in, in a data-driven world, yeah. right? Like, what's the yeah. outcomes and why you care? Yeah. Um, and that's are, tough. And they, but they like it. They, they want that. The, right. the, the crazy thing, Dennis, and you've been in professional services way back when. I'm yeah, sadly you, so, the yeah. The crazy <laughs> thing is... If you look at the technologies that were invented 10, 15 years ago, I have probably never in my 20 years of being an enterprise software seen such a high uh, professional services multiple mm. on software mm. on an ongoing basis. Yeah. So we've all seen expensive installs, yeah. but I've never seen, you know, in this market for the old email systems mm. that were invented, you know, in 99, 2000, what mm. have you, mm. the amount of people you have to keep on staff through the year to mm. keep this thing moving forward. It's ridiculous. Yeah, right? yeah. So I'm saying we can come in with something that's much more current and 
and, and, and deliver it at a budget neutral situation because you've already built these yeah. crazy budgets, right? Yeah. Um, and that budget is not going to a strategy, right? It's all tooling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? So, um, you know, customers have no problem in that sense saying, you know, they, they, they know what the spend is like on these things, right. but, it's because, but it's over at some point. Yeah. This is not about putting 20 bodies on floor four mm -hmm. for the next 10 years. Right? I, w I will not buy any um, solution if I've got to have more than half X on consulting. You shouldn't today. And in fact, I don't even want it half X. Yeah. I want it to be instant. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to see this this, this industry. It's a, it blows me away. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. The the spend on on services multiple for non strategic stuff. Right. Is just I mean you can't I can't. Does I can't it make ARP look cheap? <laughs> it does actually. Really? Because on an ongoing basis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. At some point, you know, you, no, you, you, you're out yeah, the door. Yeah, it's revenue. You find an outsourcer. Yeah. This is like I can't update Dennis's profile if there's not someone in there tweaking the system for oh, a day. Jesus. I mean, it's ridiculous, yeah. right? So we go in there. You know, it's almost the sort of like all this goodness I just talked to you about, and guess what? Budget neutral. Well, as they say in the film, this shit sells itself. This it shit sells itself, right? And I and I and I is a fantastic team that I'm working with. I'm a lucky guy. Once again. All right then, Samir, thank you very much. We've got to look to the stories then, haven't we, from the yep, customers? That's okay. the next thing. Cheers. Uh -huh.